Hey, what's up, folks? Welcome back to another 3D Hangout. My name is Noe Ruiz. I'm a designer here in Andrew, and joining me every week is my brother, Pedro. Good Hello. morning, everybody. I'm Pedro Russ, creative tech here at Adafruit, and every week we're here to share 3D printed projects featuring electronics from Adafruit. That is right. This is a show where we combine 3D printing and DIY electronics to make inspirational projects. Hello, yes. everybody. We are back. Last week we had a little thing, but we are back this week. And this is episode 401. That's right. Two weeks ago, we celebrated our 400th episode. And hopefully, we can do 400, 500, 600 more. <laughs> so we're hanging out in the live broadcast chat room in the Adafruit Discord server. So if you want to chat with us during the show, you can drop in some GIFs, some gaffs, some goofs, coffee emojis, happy emojis, kitty cats, and more, all on the Adafruit Discord server. Pedro, what's good the URL morning, for that? Yeah. URL for all of the chats on the Discord is discord.gg slash Adafruit. Yay. Not only Discord, but we are on the YouTube chats on uh, Twitch. Did Facebook load today? Maybe on Facebook? It says we have a checkbox. On Periscope. The four major networks. Yes. Face, you, Twitch, and a bird. A bluebird. All right. <laughs> we might be there. Yeah, we're good probably there. Idea. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night to everybody hanging out all over the world. Let's give a couple shout-outs in the Discord. Good morning, Andy Callaway, Jim Hendrickson, and Rosin, a cup of coffee, Teeth, and Squid, Connor. Squid.jpg. We're on the YouTube. To Wester, good morning. Good morning, good morning. Yeah. We have a lot of stuff to catch up on, too, so we're going to try to squeeze in all sorts of prototyping projects, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah. let me get right to the housekeeping, and then we'll jump into this week's project. And then we'll do a bunch of prototyping, because we are prototyping lots of stuff, shop talk, um, and then lots of community makes. So a lot of jam-packed show. Buckle up, everybody. Here we go. Adafruit.com slash free to find out all the free deals going on. At the time of this recording, because sometimes we'll we'll have freebies change later tonight on the Wednesday. So this week, uh, $99 or more, we get you a half-size Promo Proto PCB. If your order is $149 or more, you get the half-size Promo Proto PCB plus the KB2040, that lovely dev board with the RP2040 chip for the Raspberry Pi. And if your order is $200 or more, you get the KB2040, the half-size Promo Proto, and UPS ground shipping, free UPS ground shipping for continental US only. Check out adafruit.com slash free for the details. This week, today, we have a coupon code that will get you 10% off your total order. And this week, the coupon code is Canari. But to get the freebies, they get automatically added to your account because that's how the system works. So you don't have to do anything like that. It just automatically calculates your total and adds the freebies as, as necessary. <laughs> but 10% off uh, is the coupon code Canary. So check that out, because we're going to talk about the Canary project that we did last week. Was that, is that good? <laughs> Perfect. Then we'll get okay. into prototyping and look at all the Tears of the Kingdom stuff. Looks like you guys are excited about that. Yeah. Um, so real quick, let me just run through the Learn Guide. This is a collaboration project with Katni Rambor. She had this idea to make a IoT nightlight, and she was inspired by this song by the band They Might Be Giants. Um, so she wanted to make a blue canary that watches over you because that's the part of the lyric. 
Um, so yeah, it uses Adafruit I/O to get the time, and then depending on whether it's daytime or nighttime, it'll change the color. We've had a project like that before, the IoT Star Fragment lamp, but this one has an extra feature. It will blink red if it detects that your internet network is down. That was a uh, feature request from Lady Ada herself. So check that out if you want to see some IoT circuit Python code that will do some internet detection and getting the time and you know controlling uh, NeoPixels to be a certain different type of color. Um, this uses the ESP32-S3 Cutie Pie board and the 5x5 NeoPixel grid. So if you're trying to do like a, a little project that's similar to this bird, uh, those are some good pieces of kit to make a little nightlight that's uh, internet powered. Um, of course, this could also be done in Whippersnapper. If you just want to like quickly change the color, you could do that. But this is a CircuitPython project. And uh, the Learn Guide covers um, the whole thing, the circuit diagram. We have a bunch of CAD files. Um, we have pages on how to set up your uh, Adafruit account. Um, Katni discovered that uh, we had some older documentation on how to create an Adafruit IO account. Now, everybody that has an account also has an IO account. Like, just have one. So this walks. This has been updated uh, to come out for any newcomers on how to set up your Adafruit account and how to access your Adafruit IO API key and all the stuff that you should know about. So. Good job, Katni. She updated that. So going forward, our IoT Adafruit IO projects will have this, you know, updated information because it was a little out of date. So she blew the dust off of it and brought it to the today's. Um, she did a great job. This, yeah, I remember this actually ahead. happened a while ago, but I completely forgot that the accounts had merged. So yeah, very good. Yeah, Black that's how the open source documentation is. Like you just gotta kind of yeah. update it as you go. Um, she did a good job on, on commenting the code. It is super commented. So if you want to get a breakdown on how the CircuitPython code works on doing um, the network detection, and just how to kind of send and receive data from Adafruit IO, how to ping and stuff like that, um, this is a good piece of code. Um, a couple other folks on the team uh, took a look at this. I think Dan Halbert and I think yeah. Jeff Epler, maybe if I'm not mistaken, they all took a look at it as well. And uh, yeah, it's all here, very thorough. And everything's broken out in code blocks, so you can uh, you can dissect it and understand it. Oh, there's two there's two pages of code walkthroughs. <laughs> wow, cool, cool. Uh, and then the assembly just shows you how to solder up the uh, the Cutie Pie and the new Pixel BFF. This kind of permanently sandwiches the two boards together, just for a super ultra low profile board. That's kind of the, the tightest you can get them to be. Um, but yeah, it just walks you through all that. And the print is a snap fit uh, design that let's go ahead and take a look at now. This was my first kind of project where I used uh, surface sculpting tools in, in Fusion 360 to create this bird. Um, so the bird is very organic, it's very curvy, and it 3D prints without any support material. Uh, but it's a two-piece design. You have this hollow uh, shell that's in the shape of a canary bird. Um, it has this little opening here for USB ports, cables, adapters, that sort of thing. But it is printed in this uh, white filament. In the video from last week, I showcased two birds, one stone. 
Uh, this is like a translucent color and basically just showing you like what are the differences between the two because like Katni had asked like oh what if it was printed in uh, in this clear filament and I was like well you could do that but look at it has such a drastic change in, in the diffusion um, if you're going for this effect by all means go with the clear filament but I really like the soft of the white opaque filament so there's a big difference between transparent and translucent filament um but you know you probably already knew that but if you didn't this is a good uh, uh a good visual representation of like what kind of diffusion you get with uh, the different filament choices um the piece of hardware is just snap fitted into this uh this little bottom pit that just snap fits there are no mounting holes on the uh, cutie pie boards so that's why i kind of have to have a little press fit kind of thing here um yeah, so that is pretty much the whole project in a nutshell. So check it out. Um, you can use one of these uh, wall adapters. Uh, this is uh, for one of the cell phones, the iPhone, and it has the five amps. I mean, <laughs> five volts, uh, one amp um, power supply. And then you can use one of these USB type A to USB type C. And then you can have this in the wall. Or we have a right angle adapter that you could use if you want to do something like this. Uh, that wouldn't work. <laughs> something else, right? There's some other one I have that did work. Yeah, um, for like the, the oh, outlet at a funky angle. Yeah, this one here, I think, would work like that or something. I had some weird setup, I forget. Like, like I had like five Yeah, you're good to have just in case you have that weird setup. Right, yeah. And then like the Adafruit ones we have of this they're like on the side so that made it even more weird that's, yeah that's what so I'm about. that's why i <laughs> use this one in the video because like it just worked out for my outlet and uh you know the outlets are different <laughs> in your country so get the one that works for you or if you're just having it plugged into the the computer's usb port hub that that works too that's how i have it set up um but yeah kind of a fun iot nightlight yeah, there's one comment that the blue light would keep them up. Uh, Andy Calloway said that blue light would keep them up. And yeah, we do have a little description on there that the blue light is actually pretty bad for when you're yeah, trying to follow the blue light. So the project says that the blue or in the code, the default code that you can access, um, the blue is for daytime and the red is for nighttime. Because mm -hmm. Katni did a little bit of research and then she read that the yeah, red yeah. LED lighting is good for night. Blue is fine for day. I actually updated the code so that it is off during the day and it yeah. is on during the night. That's kind of how I want it to be. But um, we have it set up. So it's customizable very easily in the mm -hmm. top of the code. Um, but you could also have it turn off during the day and turn on during the night. Or however the main you like. thing that Lamar wanted to use this for was having it only turn on red when Wi-Fi goes down. So yeah, that, I think was the per, the main mm -hmm. goal that was the main thing that she wanted, and that's what differentiates this project from our Star Fragment project. Mm -hmm. um, it is a Wi-Fi indicator. Yeah, yeah. So I think our uh, story, which is a story that everybody has, where you know they're in the room. Hey, honey, did the Wi-Fi go down? <laughs> right, and uh, this is a little bit bigger, and you can because you can confirm the there with that actual thing that yes, yeah. it has gone down. <laughs> yeah, our router is actually right here, and it's behind a 
a picture frame so i can't even see is it on like it's kind oh, of oh yeah yeah connor on youtube is saying that seems like you could adjust the color to match a parent's sun color i.e yellow day red absolutely yes. yeah the um totally oh, I, it's not dark sky what is it now the the open source one is it dark sky? uh media a medio open medio i think there something like that yeah that's the one that the star fragment uses. This one just uses Adafruit IO to get the time. Mm -hmm. So no need for like a, a third party API. It's just Adafruit's API. And uh, yeah, so check it out. Yeah, it's a little jarring. This blue is like blowing me out here. <laughs> I guess I could just make it white. I have the code open here. So maybe I'll just do that real quick and then we'll get off this project. Uh, where am I here? Here it is. Let's do. Two five five, two five five, and two five five. Let's make it white. And then, of course, depending on your filament color, you know, it'll it won't be exactly the right color. But hey, now it's it still looks blue. How about that? <laughs> what do I knock down all the blue? Speaking of filament, looks like my seven spools of filament have arrived. Seven. Yeah, I That's ran out a of a bunch. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Now it's like a green, yellow nightlight. Hey, that's pretty nice. Now on the camera, it's very appropriate to uh, Zelda colors. Right. Yeah. It's a uh, ultra bird. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. All right. So there you go. There's the bird. Check out the the learn guide. And that's I'm it. Posting all the, the links to all the stuff, and of course, we get the coupon code. Is it Bluebird? No, it's uh, I it should be Bluebird. I just put Canary. I updated it. My bad. I need to update. Yeah, go ahead and update the notes. It was gonna be Bluebird, but like it's not just a Bluebird. It can be any color. It's just not Rainbow. I tried Rainbow and it didn't work. <laughs> it didn't look good mm. on the on the grid. Even as like a chase. Even as a chase. it's just because the grid is so dense. Oh, it just doesn't translate yeah. well. Yeah, yeah, it's it too. It's, it's it's all together in one. Yeah, yeah it's all together, so it's kind of hard to get cool effects. I think the pulse effect worked well, but any other effect like just doesn't look good. Anywho, that's this. Right. That's last week's project. Um, uh, Pedro, you got the next segment with uh, yeah, what are you prototyping. Yeah, let's go ahead and jump into what are we prototyping? Let's go ahead and just go to this camera, I guess. I'm working on the Ultra Hand from. Oh my god, I forgot the name. <laughs> no, the Tears what of the Kingdom. Tears of the Kingdom, which, spoiler, you know where those tears are coming from? Have you seen that yet? Has anybody seen where the tears are, are coming from? Koroks. I don't want to spoil it. Oh, actually, I don't know where the tears are coming from. I yeah, thought it was okay. from the Koroks because there's been lots of nope. shenanigans. Not yet. Oh, the official, so, yeah, the official uh, narrative. Yeah, so not uh, still prototyping, obviously. So not the full Ultra Hand yet. So here's the other missing piece of it. So all using the uh, LED nudes, which are these neon-like LED little strips that kind of look like the EL wire. 
um, way brighter than EL. You don't need an inverter. I'm just using a nine volt battery on this. Um, so didn't get all of the um, wires all nicely routed through since this is still the prototype. Uh, the final is gonna be like in the gold or the copper color I'm still printing out here. Getting all the fit and finish uh, set for this, like the channel um, uh, depth for all this and then all the little details for that. And yeah, it's gonna be a nice, simple, uh, LED wearable uh, project for Tears of the Kingdom. So if you guys don't know, the Ultra Hand is one of the uh, latest abilities in uh, Zelda where, oh man, I forget the dude's name, who trying to fight um, Ganondorf and gives him, gives Link the uh, Ultra Hand, which gives grants you the ability to uh, levitate objects and like fuse like a bunch of vehicles and weapons and stuff, which has made the freaking game so amazing. Like the amount of weapons and like just the, the way that you can battle enemies and everything. Insane. The in how it the game does not break. You know, none of the code is like going crazy when you're trying to fuse all these different materials together. It's amazing. So it's pretty amazing. Uh, yeah, uh, Gavin's been playing that thing like every day after school and um since I don't have that much time to play, he's been telling me what weapons to create and all that. So the That's very funny. first thing that he wanted was, of course, the Ultra Hand. So, so yeah, this would fit perfectly with the LED nudes. So working on the little hand part for that now. And these are just being strung and attached in here with the little channels that are in the model. Mm -hmm. So you can see there, it's about a, it's like a two millimeter uh, depth for the channel. So that should fit all of your... LED nudes. Um, so there'll be a coin cell battery to power this guy with a probably a hundred ohm resistor on there, so it's not super bright. I believe there is a hundred on this one too. Otherwise, like it definitely uh, is bright enough to sort of start hurting your eyes a little bit. Oh, it's so bright. And can really, be. Yeah, it can be. And I like how uh, they designed this in the game so that it actually works pretty good as a wearable. So. Um, having like this whole part cut out so you can actually bend your hand. <laughs> oh, right. Perfect. Yeah, so hmm. in the dark, this definitely lights up the room. Now, it's supposed yeah. to be green color. Uh, just got my my green nudes for that, so I'll be swapping this out. And one of the updated models is actually still printing since it takes, I think it's like 17 hours to print this entire thing. Uh, this is just the, um, like the forearm cuff. You can see here, uh, definitely a ton of supports to... Uh, lift all this stuff up and a uh, nice big old brim on the bottom like it prints mm. this way and yeah i was able to chisel in all of the little details in there uh since i can't really bend the led nudes into like a circle uh for this a lot of the little details like that have been omitted um there was like there is like a bunch of circles all over mm. here make it look all nice but uh, not gonna maul it if the main thing you're gonna be looking at is the uh the nudes on here Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a great project for these LED noodles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, these, yeah. Uh, this will be routed a lot more better. <laughs> it's just hanging Right, out. yeah. It's a prototype. Yeah, so getting yeah. all fitting. And, uh, man, it's going to be a little bit painful removing this since I got the the side, the fitting better on this one. Oh. I did on this one, so. <laughs> yeah. I have to mm -hmm. leave this on for the entire show, but it's not too bad. Yeah. It's just removing it. It's the uh, sizing for the cuff. Yeah. I did see somebody... Um, was on cults were actually um, traced this from 
but since they didn't model it for, you know, attaching electronics, it's basically just like, you know, game asset stuff. Uh -huh. They probably downloaded. So yeah. I wanted to make one that is completely editable inside of Fusion. So okay. all of the uh, circles are all just um, sketches. So you can go in there, change the diameter, and it'll update. So I am making a smaller size for the kiddos so they can too uh, practice their levitation. <laughs> <laughs> and cool. have them wear this while they clean their rooms. <laughs> right. Go clean. Okay. That's fun. <laughs> Okay, yeah, super awesome uh, wearable. Yeah, man, looks so cool. <laughs> yeah, sweet. yeah, it does. Yeah, it's gonna look great with the green and um, oh, man, yeah. the the arm attachment thing. I think the, the only thing that I'm not gonna do is there are a bunch of rings, and yeah. each one, as you get like level, uh, what is it, ascend and auto build and right. all the additional different abilities, uh, Link does gain an extra ring for each one. Mm. <sighs> I need to finish this now, so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <No rings. laughs> okay. And it looks like a Iron Man repulse sort of thing. Right, on but on the, yeah, on the other side, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, cool. nice. Um, very nice. Uh, takes forever to print, but super cool in terms of uh, what you get at the end. Nice yes. Glowy. Yeah, I foresee lots of um, Link, Tears of the Kingdom style cosplaying this year. Oh, man, yeah. Years to come, it's... Oh, it's definitely it, game of the year in my in my yeah. book. It's game of this year, next year, like uh, I'm playing it every single evening. For I, all I hear, minimum, all uh, minimum three hours. <laughs> I'm playing a lot. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I have a couple of project ideas. Um, it's just kind of out there we right now. We have a whole list. Yeah, we have a big list of uh, tons and tons of props, um, swords, treasure chests, um, this dispensers like a bunch oh, of yeah. little things so many different uh projects we make we make the master sword yeah we could remake that is there anything like the uh saw blade yet oh yes there is you're working on it the uh, yeah the uh the, the flux construct yes. so um the big or, old cylinder with yeah. spikes rotating yes. you figured out how to do yes What's yeah coaxial it? gears is a so. is a fun mechanism i haven't played with yet so We'll see if that works out. But, uh, I don't know if you want to show that off yet, but yeah. It's... Yeah, I shared it on my Twitter um, of the just the CAD animation of uh, the gears meshing and motion linked together. Um, but that's a big one. Um, long term, we're waiting on the prop maker feather to be released hopefully next week. Um, so that's a big uh, product. Uh, what do you call it? You're muted, Pedro. I think your heart, your button. There you go. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, it's gonna power every pop going forward. The the prop maker feather because it's an all in one feather running off the RP twenty forty chip, but having all the things that the prop maker feather wing has now all in one is gonna make it really uh, low profile and embeddable. So that's that's what we're looking forward to. Um, but nice. your prop, it's just LEDs and a coin and a, a nine volt battery. So that's yeah. good too. Like it's important mm -hmm. to have these kind of quick led projects that don't require a microcontroller and all this complexity and and you know the bomb is like expensive but yeah yeah so it's hard to balance between the two yeah this is definitely for oh man i should have had the username ready to share on here that one dude on instagram what i think he like does access or is link for nintendo like mm, for the live yeah. events he uses a bunch of the props that we've made like the shield yeah. and the 
Sawblade, the Master Sword. Yeah, <laughs> like a real life Link. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he freaking looks the part. Perfect. Yeah. Oh, and Charlene's in the chat room too. No spoilers. No, we, we oh, yeah, I know. I didn't want to spoil, spoil it. Uh, it's... She's super excited for the Ultra Hand prototype. And that we are masters. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, and Master Link is reliable. Yes, yes. Yeah. Maker Link. There you go. Or someone's think about it. Yeah, Maker Link. Um, Get it? Because like the whole point of the game is like you have the ability to craft, yes. like Minecraft. Yeah, yeah you're making all these yes. devices and vehicles, and you can you can build like traps and stuff. Mm -hmm. It's pretty nuts. And then they, you can build houses and boats. It's like, oh my god. Have you seen the? Uh, there's this whole, um, uh, like Star Wars, like building X wings and oh my god, um, I seen fighters. They, there's, I'll send you the video. There's this oh, wow. where they're, they're like on the comms talking. Red leader one, let her out. Are you ready? And they're like <laughs> every single one, like all the ships, yeah. Star Wars ships, and they're like doing Holy a thing, like, like getting yeah. all the. I hope they. I saw somebody there. say like, I really hope that they have an update for the game that allows you to share your creation somehow mm. with like some sort of like you know file that you like can send an auto build yeah yeah or to do an auto build yeah so you can like share like people are sharing their gps or their longitude and latitude coordinates so that they can find whatever you yeah. know whatever spot uh -huh. they found this thing so that's cool but anyway that's a lot of zelda talk and uh <laughs> you know we're in it so everybody's liking it <laughs> so okay cool everybody's playing yeah Fun. there's so much the like even like uh like cultural wise, I like how it, like a lot of that stuff is like um, Azteki and oh like, Mesoamerican yeah, Mesoamerica yeah. Yeah. yeah like the flame emitter definitely looks like you know Quetzalcoatl and yeah the shrines even the people like the clothes that they wear looks like the ponchos mm -hmm. from Peru and stuff so yeah Lots yeah it was very cool mm -hmm. yeah I kind of want to make a flame emitter Squid is playing as he watches oh that's funny yeah <laughs> i would be playing too all right um next up, next yeah next up um give me a sec i have to queue up my uh my screen here so speaking of the prop maker feather that is coming out uh i thought it'd be important to update mm. a very old project I'm going to have to share my entire screen here. So I'm going to go in tunnel mode for a second. All right. So I'm going to go into Fusion 360. We're going to take a look at some CAD. Yeah. So this is Adabot. Adabot is getting an RP2040 prop maker, prop maker feather. Um, so I have been spending a lot of time modeling up Adabot. We have a 3D printable Adabot kit, but it was designed in like 2013 using Maya. So it's like a polygon kind of model. This one is all done in Fusion 360. We'll have a step file available so folks can modify it in different CAD programs. But uh, it is uh, going to be a snap fit together Adabot with a prop maker. It's going to have uh, lots of electronics. So the prop maker feather, a micro servo, button, NeoPixel stick, and a speaker for doing audio effects. So this is going to be a kind of a animatronic toy. Uh, Adabot's head will be able to rotate, and Adabot's arms will be able to rotate. <laughs> Legs will be two pieces so that it can uh, snap fit and be printed in different colors. 
Uh, the back here has a button to actuate sound effects. You have access to the Stemma QT port. You have some button pressers here for the reset and the, and the boot button. You got a USB port there at the bottom. And uh, I had fun learning how to create uh, uh, these gears that um, oh, use motion link so that they uh, rotate in the, uh, in the proper manner. So how oh, cool. Uh, let me see if I can. Yeah, so you can see here that the neck is, is free open so that all the electronics will fit in there. And then we'll have the speaker on the top of Adabot's head, the mini oval speaker. And uh, it'll all be done in CircuitPython uh, Circuit code. And you'll be able to rotate um, the claws. Ooh, I need to fix that linkage there. I've, I've merged the wrong ah. thing there. But you'll be able to rotate these claws. Um, but mainly the thing that was going to be servo-driven is just the head, because I think it'd be too complicated to make, excuse me, make the arms rotate. I think the, the mm -hmm. arms could just be articulating in this one rotation. And the legs are kind of static, but maybe we can design a different set of legs that have like the the flexible joint hinges so that it can um, mm -hmm. kind of sit down or something or sit on your shoulder. Maybe it'd be a fun little thing. But this is the stars of it. Um, yeah, uh, it's basically using all of the you know accessories features from the prop maker. I do want to have like the it has the onboard accelerometer, so I want it to have a, like a a sleep detection so we can lay Adabot on its mm -hmm. side or lay down like this it'll stop the head from moving and maybe it'll say like a, a an audible note like i'm sleeping or something like that or good night um that way you can shut it off um when uh, you're done playing with Adabot. <laughs> uh so it's a it's a fully featured Adabot. we haven't really done this before and uh Thankfully, the, the prop maker will make all this possible with just one dev board as opposed to like five different boards. Like if we use it back in the day, we would use a trinket, then we'd use a lipo backpack, then we'd have the sound effects board, then we'd have oh, the thermometer. <laughs> that's like four boards. Oh, and then the amplifier, that's five boards. Yeah. Power boost, you know, if you wanted to have a, you know, rechargeable thing. Um, so a lot of boards all come into one and then because of CircuitPython, all the audio files can just live on the board mm -hmm. and reprogramming it easily and charge it all with just one USB port. Uh, so yeah, it'll hopefully be all support-free 3D printed parts that snap fit. I'm thinking maybe some magnets um, mm -hmm. for the two arms so that you can print it you know, like this and then it'll mm -hmm. like clamp onto these little joints here. So yeah, I'm doing a lot of design um, considerations while making this. Um, yeah, so lots of CAD work. And uh, this is the first time I'm using Motion Link, which allows you to link uh, different joints together. So as you saw, the head does that thing where the circle mm -hmm. moves, and so does the gear. Absolutely. So that is my prototype, Adabot. I still have a little bit of work to do on it and then lots of printing to make sure all the tolerances work out. But uh, yeah, folks will soon cool. be able to have their own excited animatronic about. So, dang, I just saw some of the teal color. Remember we had a pretty tough time finding the Adabot teal color. I should have ordered it. Now I got to look for it again. Yeah, it's fine. We can print it in any color. I've seen people print it in pink oh, yeah, right. and green and black. 
like all sorts of colors for Adabot. So that'll be fun. Um, yeah. So hopefully the prop maker week, prop maker, not wing, prop maker feather will be released hopefully next week. Wait, it's all one, so it doesn't need a feather. Yeah, it's a feather. It's great. It's all one. It's all in one. I think Charging. I missed that whole part. <laughs> Where it's, it's just one like board. The lore no headers to solder it's, on. And yeah. With an, holy yeah, yeah, crap. With all the right ports for servo and yeah, amplifiers built in. So no need for an amplifier. Dang. Um, it's going to be a very nice prop. <laughs> yeah, this is board. good since we have so many props we got to. Yeah, basically we're gonna have to redo all of the like you said, the master sword, the guardian sword, all the most popular props. Like we're gonna have to go back the lightsabers, the dark sabers, the saber, the lightsabers, <laughs> all the sabers. Bender. We can make a bender. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, let me stop the screen and bring back uh, Discord so we can look at bender. Yeah. Yeah, Bender. Yeah, people. Yeah, fo hopefully, folks will be making like a lot of robotic things. Um, yeah. Did you see the Futurama's coming back? I did on Hulu. Yes, they are cool. coming back. So maybe we'll see it. Very cool. Um, right, that's it for prototyping. Up. Yeah. Next up, nah, uh, I, I have. Yeah. Uh, I finally did another layer by layer. And it's on this thing. This is a, uh, a 3D printed case that snap fits, but has live hinges. So here's a case, and it has a live hinge here for this top cover. So that snap fits. Uh, and then this case is two halves that are joined together with a thin piece of plastic that is called a live hinge because it's a hinge that can move in all sorts of degrees. Thank you. And uh, I designed the case to fit a piece of washi tape, a reel of washi tape. This is a very lovely craft masking tape. And uh, it's got a whole community and tons of different. Um, uh, I need to print like 10 of these. <laughs> right. Yeah. So this just houses one. So um, it spins in there. So it has a, like a little holder for it. And it has this lip here that allows the two to snap fit. And they stay locked in there. And then you have some snaps in here. And then cool. this uh, closes on both of them like that. There's your live hinge. There's another live hinge. You could probably put a key ring here if you wanted to like have this on your keychain or something. Um, but yeah, it's just a little case that prints flat on the bed like this, all in one piece. And then uh, you got the top and the two halves that all fold together. So I did a layer by layer on, on how to design the step-by-step -step in Fusion 360. Uh, so check that out if you are interested. We'll have a link in the description. And then we also have the uh, file. Let me see if I can go back to us. I have the uh, printables file on printables. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So I'm trying to find us here. Here we go. Yeah, so I released the file. Uh, Fusion 60 file and the step file. Um, uh, the STL file as well. So y'all can uh, make it if you are a fan of washi tape. Um, I also made it uh, a version that holds just like some regular gadgetry adapters. I was going to say, yeah. um, the other type of tape that does not like to stick or doesn't like to stay coiled. What the hell is the name of it? Oh, the uh, the the copper tape. Yes. Right? 
Yes, the copper yeah. one. Yeah, that one's yeah. bigger though, isn't it? Yeah. So this is parametric. You can update this to to scale it up to whatever reel of tape. So you can do that. I also have this version that has these two USB C dongles. Oh, so if you want to like idea. house dongles. Yeah. Um, the the original case inspiration was uh, a piece of floss, like it has that foldable case. The mm -hmm. um, I think it's oral beef dental floss that has a mm -hmm. similar case design that inspired me to uh, to to recreate it in, for three D printing with no supports. Um, so pretty much the same concept, just scaled down differently with less fillets. Um, I did get myself a re uh, a spool of um, TPU filament from Matter Hackers. Uh, I want to try printing oh. the first two layers. Yeah, yeah. That's how thick this is. The live hinges are 0.4 millimeters, so that's two layers. And then I'll swap the filament for the PLA so that the rest of the model is, uh, the rest of the part is rigid, but the first layer is flexible. So it will hopefully last longer. Because right now, I feel like if I keep bending the top cover, eventually you can see how yeah, it's it turning white. It'll probably break off eventually if I keep flexing it over and over again. So, uh, but this part here, it seems to be holding up pretty good just because of the way it's not being, there, there's not a stretch point along the, yeah, the, the, the axis here. Um, so I feel like this could be problematic if it was only PLA. So I'm going to try that out and I'll report back um, next time uh, with that filament swap technique. Because now these days, like the printers um, and the slicers, they have a pretty easy way to set up uh, filament swaps. So you don't need a dual extruder. You just need to tell it to swap the filament, pause the print, um, and then change out the filament. So yeah, yeah. And these days you can print the TPU, um, not the NinjaFlex flexible one, but like the what 95A. is it, ninety four, ninety five Yeah. So that is uh, that's the shop talk. We got uh, some foldable snap fits. Very fun. Let's see. I had comment i cannot find it now oh real quick on how long it does it take to estimate a project like adabot um, like taken from inception until your first it works assembled prototype mm, that's a good question it's from david michael here on youtube um i haven't been keeping track but i've been modeling it for uh, let's say maybe 12 hours now on and off throughout a couple days I'll put in like an hour or two each day, but like it's probably been like twelve hours of CAD work, just because like I'm being I'm being very thorough about the design. Uh, every project's going to be different. This one is is sort of uh, taking a little bit longer because I haven't done uh, the coaxial um, gears before, so I'm learning that. Um, so yeah, it's taken a while. <laughs> um, then there's other projects that take uh, just two hours, like uh, this bird. Like you could just do it in two hours of modeling if you're familiar with uh, the modeling. Um, again, we're waiting on hardware, so I can't even really finish it. Oh, yeah, that's hardware. Right. Uh -huh. So it's actually uh, taking this one longer. <laughs> take, yeah, taking a while. Um, um, out of nudes, and then I was out of filament, and then holidays, things. Yeah, to get I think if we weren't doing a learn guide, we would be able to create it quicker. But I think we take longer because we go the extra mile to make it. We put it takes longer to make something that can be disassembled. It really, mm -hmm. really does. Yeah. And we try to make it easy to disassemble because when we're documenting, 
We can't. We'd have to make two of something if we glued it. So it takes a while to to to, to design that extra, you know, bit of layer that allows you to take it apart. I was like, oh, mm -hmm. I'm gonna put it through here instead of just gluing it. That just takes longer. So, yeah. Yep. So it's gonna take a while. <laughs> but, but hopefully we'll be able to build it a lot faster because all the documentation will be done and all the mm -hmm. parts will be tested and all the code is there. So like we hope that in a week, weekend, you'll be able to build your Adabot or you can build your lightsaber, that sort of thing. If you have all the parts on hand. Yeah. <clears throat> but ballpark it takes about a month to complete a yeah. project. Yeah, especially if it's a new one with new hardware. Yeah, like a month. Mm -hmm. We've actually been, been waiting on this for about a month, <laughs> yeah. if, not, if not longer. <laughs> yep. All right, cool. Let's go ahead yeah. and jump into this week's community makes. All right. First one I do not have on hand, <laughs> the Benchy with a storage. Second yeah, one, I, I, do, I think the kids took it and left it in the pool or something. <laughs> okay. Second one is... Everybody's uh, favorite character to rescue this week's community make is a Korok planter. But I like that the, the plant just fell out. That's perfect. Uh, <laughs> well, so sneak room. Yeah, <laughs> you could put a real plant in there, but thankfully you didn't yet because now we can look inside the Korok. Uh, no, it's this, and this. It is indeed hollow. <laughs> it's uh, pretty top heavy. <laughs> it's fake. Yeah. <laughs> but right. yeah, the. Um, it's a planter, so dual extruded on this guy. Check out the quality on that. Cool. Yeah, that's phenomenal. Dual I extruded on an on an Ultimaker S5. Yeah, Ultimaker Ultimaker S5. Uh, there's been a ton of firmware upgrades on that thing. Like every week, it seems like it wants to update. So, oh, cool. whatever um, fine tuning they've been doing is really good. This is just default. I didn't mess with any of the settings. The um, the leaf is glued on, so that prints separately with okay. the uh, dual. You've got the black and the green on there, and then the stem is just glued on there. And uh, yeah, this is just glued to the the front there. I know I showed a different one in the time lapse because uh, I can set up the time lapse for doing the dual extrusion. It's a little bit more tricky, and it doesn't look as smooth as um, the single extrusion time lapses. Hmm. But yeah, he's a. Uh, what the size is i have it listed in the time lapse but it's big enough to have like a you know medium-sized plant uh, especially if it's like on a moss pole or something mm. uh, this is good enough to hold especially since his feet are acting at to uh, balance him step back mm, yeah and he has a little lily pad so you can have oh look at that little, uh, for your drainage hole oh so right that's so smart and clever so you can uh catch any uh water coming out of the drainage hole that's great well these little guys to rescue him, take him to his friend, or <laughs> as everybody's been doing, yeah. tortures. <laughs> oh no! A yeah, so this is a awesome design. It's a dollar fifty. Uh, the designer. Worth we it, we yeah. definitely support designers that are selling their stuff because it's a lot of work to do these things. Yeah, this is a really and, good. And uh, is it also single extruding too? Yes. Yeah, it's you can MMU and single. Yeah, yeah. So if you got yourself a, a like a Prusa with the MMU or the bamboo printers, the Carpet One I think has that the dual extrusion. <laughs> yeah, you want a bamboo? Everybody wants a bamboo. The time. I know. Doing four colors would be pretty cool. Yeah. So this was designed by PLA and PA. Mm -hmm. 
So uh, check out their uh, their design. It's on Colts 3D, and all the pieces are here. So check it out. I did print the single extrusion ones. The eye pieces, unfortunately, do not fit. Uh, they don't. They're. It's not. It's too big. <laughs> yeah. It's not even like snug. It just won't press in. Okay. Well, it was awesome. The, we have a timeless video here. Oh, yeah, there it is. Here's what I was talking about. This is just the uh, rainbow colored one, just to show the time lapse. Yeah, that's cool. It's so big. Yeah, it's pretty big. It can fill yeah. up the uh, bed plate there. Yeah. It takes quite a while 21 hours. Ooh. I think it's longer when you're doing dual extrusion because it has to park the head, do the purge, or do the retract. Oh, and the this purge. green is different too. It's like a more transparent green. Yeah. yeah. That's all I had left. Yeah. <laughs> I used it all up actually on the lily pad. You can see that it huh. changes from a lighter green to a darker green. Mm. That's why right. I have all those spools coming in because I have a couple of spools that are like, you know, it just has a little bit left that I just need to right. replenish your spools. Very cool. All right. That is the element for this is the, uh, what's that company? Filamentum? Yes, filamentum, the sparkly stuff. And then for the brown, we're doing the um, uh, protopasta. Protopasta. Yeah, they yeah. have some good sparkly filament too. Mm -hmm. And the green is just like, uh, they're not even around anymore, melting. <laughs> so all the oh, yeah. filament that I just ordered is like no name stuff. Mm -hmm. Well, that's you just got to get what you can. So yeah. I tend to get my stuff from Matter Hackers. They send, tend to stock. Uh, good stuff too so that's another option but that's here in the states if you got somebody else a distributor and where you're from just check them out all right that is the community makes oh i got a comment right here also from david michael saying thanks great work we built the lightsabers from your article and we're excited to get this one too sweet yeah so I'm looking forward to folks building their own adabots cool all right next up we have a ton of community makes. So let's get through these in the next uh, 10 minutes or so. All right. First up, yeah, first up, we have one straight from Discord. Oh. This is an epic one. Very epic. You ready for this? Pedro. I'm watching. All right. This was posted on the Show and Tell channel of the Adafruit Discord channel. Uh, and and uh, squid.jpg, who's watching right now, they made three dark sabers. Wow, dude, I love that oh, pink one. Yeah, the pink one is super dope. So oh, three God. of them, and they said, uh, "Had so much fun building one that I had to build two more." <laughs> also wrote custom code to take advantage of the RGB and the RGB button. So the RGB button will go oh. with the color of the blade to prevent uh, the same sound from playing twice in a row. Uh, mm -hmm. to make the motion detection work on all three axes and to smooth out the blade animation between state transitions. Also made one of the wow. pink, because why not? That is an That's awesome, good. awesome build. I love seeing folks add more features uh, to their builds, because that is what we like to see. It's an open source design, so folks uh, uh, adding their own um, stuff to it is, is really great to see. So shout out to Squid for making so many of those wow. uh, of those builds, amazing, oh. amazing. All right, let me grab the next one. Okay, this one is another prop, a little bit of a 2016 prop, but this one is the is the hammer, the golden hammer from the Fix It Felix 
character oh, from yeah. Wreck-It Ralph. Uh, so uh, Sizzler on Thingiverse posted up their make of this very shiny golden hammer. Are you seeing it? Yeah. Okay. I, I like that uh, gold color. Hair. Yeah, that gold color is really nice. Let's see if they posted uh, what kind of... It's called the 3DE PLA Silk, Silky Gold. Mm. Printed on a CRS10... CR10S Pro from Quilty. Yeah, it looks great. Yeah, this would be another good prop maker project um, remake because I think it, I think it used like the sound effects board and then you could shrink it and like a battery thing and mm -hmm. yeah, so that's cool. Right, uh, the next one. See what it is. Somebody, this is the first make of the. Uh, LED noodle lantern. Very cool. They uh, customized it a bit um, to match, uh, I think, the Star Trek. So uh, this was posted by Section 31. So that's a very cool LED noodle lamp. Quite the challenging build as well. They uh, they shared their uh, trials and tribulations on this one in the comments. So it's a, a rather lengthy one. But it's one of those projects where you kind of have to build it as a ship in a bottle. It's just a challenging build. <laughs> okay. Uh, an on-air sign. This is another one. Uh, this is by NYY47. Printed on their bamboo X1 carbon. Yeah. And uh, go Bills. <laughs> I guess that's the sports team in the back there. But yeah, if you're looking for an on-air sign, uh, we have, a we have a, I think, two of them now. We've uh, designed and made learn guides for. And then we have another make. This one is of the older Adabot. Adabot oh. in 2014, I think. Um, so MM posted this one up on printables and they uh, customized the, uh, the model so that it has like a star and they think they colored in oh. <laughs> some of the things. So very fun. Yes, Adabot is getting an upgrade. Right. After Adabot, we have our first semi-make. It's almost there. Oh, wow. uh, Shamar on Printables posted up their print of the Epcot Spaceship Earth project from two, two or three weeks ago. And they have it in this lovely black sparkling kind of... I think it's sparkling. Maybe it's just texturized um, filament. And they said they're waiting on the electronics. <laughs> But yeah, that was that was great. And this was posted like on the day that I released the files on May 17th. Oh, yeah. so that was very fast, printed overnight. And uh, I actually got a support email this morning about what are some alternate boards. Basically, any ESP8266 or ESP32 um, board will work. But you just want to be careful with like the power, um, you know, the the power powering the five volt. Um, NeoPixel strip, but uh, yeah, the Feather Huzzah is a good example of like an alternate because we know that the Cutie Pie is out of stock right now, the, the Pico 32. So yeah, and then the WLED website has like a list of hardware, supported hardware. So you could always take a look at those if you want to use a different board. So that's cool. All right, moving along. After that, we have two more to get through and then we are caught up for the next from the past two weeks or three weeks, maybe. 
Uh, this is the uh, the Disney Magic Band reader using an RFID reader from WizKit. Uh, so um, Slinka uh, posted this up on printable. It says, nice design. Tonsils are pretty loose, but it works as advertised, and the kids love it. That looks great. Nice. Oh, that's a nice oh, uh, that's Magic Band reader. It's the Tinkerbell one. Yeah, you would know. <laughs> the Tinkerbell one. Yep, yeah. and it works with all Magic Band readers, all versions of it, because they all use the same kind of RFID, RFID thing. Yeah. yeah. And the RFID um, WizKit board has uh, the ability to uh, memorize and I think save up to 10 different RFID chips. So you can you can load it up with all sorts of Magic Bands or anything, really. That's a, it's an RFID chip. Um, so yeah, very cool. Glad to see people are making that one. And then we have two more here. Second to the last one is another Dark Saber. This was posted up by Bolander. Printed it in Pet G Black and Translucent. That looks really good. Look at that shiny black. Very cool. Right, and now we're on to the last one. This is a uh, post of uh, the Nefertiti bust that we kind of modified. Um, there's a bit of a controversy with this one when it was first came out. Oh, uh, but yeah. We took the step file and or the, the STL and we de-resed it and turned it into a planter. I remember it had like a bunch of polygons and we had to like tone it down a bit so that the slicer could take it without crashing. Um, but yeah, folks are still making this. It's a good planter. Um, uh, Nicolay posted this up. This is a great model. Thank you. And everybody seems to be using this new uh, support tree style of supports. Yeah, I have not because last time I used it, it was not good at all. Really? Yeah, like yeah. the way it generates it, it's like uh, I mean, it. I haven't used it in a while, but when <laughs> right, when maybe it's matured. I've seen a lot of people use it. People no, are I've using seen... it. Oh yeah, I've seen to kind of go with the design of whatever part they're making. Mm -hmm. I've seen folks do that. So that's like they're integrating the tree support to the as a design element in their part, which is yeah. fun to see. Um, and then I think this is a, yeah, this is a bamboo, isn't it? Yeah, this is bamboo labs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. I think maybe the bamboo um, slicer has. I was gonna say well, that's maybe. probably that's why everybody's is. doing it because yeah. so many folks are 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 uh, sharing their. Mm -hmm. their prints from their new bamboo printer so yeah. we're seeing a lot of it cool it took us a while to get on the the cruelty bandwagon remember mm -hmm. <laughs> like for years um and we're kind of exclusively on these <laughs> not exclusively but we use the cruelties quite a bit here um oh, all right i've been posting links in the private chat not the other chat to post everywhere else <laughs> really Oops. I am getting this weird copy paste issue where instead of a space, it's posting the pound 20, you know, to the hex for that's a weird. space. What the heck is going on? It's if when I copy stuff off of Google Docs and I paste it into something, like if we're doing blog posts, it pastes in all of the freaking like hex code. So it's like 20% here, 20% there for all my spacing. Yeah, it sounds like some is HTML option. Thing. Is there an option inside of the Google Docs to not copy, <laughs> to copy plain text, not 
we'll have to you have to take a look on your I don't know. <laughs> this is so yeah. that's fun. Did Google change something? Because this used didn't used to happen. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm seeing your uh, on the chat thing here on on uh, the Streamyard that you're yeah, posting it on all the channels. So that was just one. If you oh, go to the private one. chat. <laughs> oh, I see your private People chat. Yeah, posting every freaking link. Uh, well, we're still learning. This is our first year using this software. I like it. I'm using it for my layer by hires. Yeah, it's, really uh, it's it's really good. Yeah, so I'm a fan of Streamyard. Yeah, definitely worth the. I forgot how much Adafruit pays. So yeah, really I think it's like a subscription fee. Mm -hmm. It's also free though too. Um, if you, you have like a watermark or something, maybe. Yeah. yeah. All right, I think we caught up on everything we needed to. We're two minutes so. before the show ends, and we have lots of stuff we're working on. Uh, next week, we are taking off next week. I am going to be visiting Pedro in Florida. Yay. So I'm up here in Massachusetts, and we, uh, yeah, we're going to take a week off next week um, to catch up, and I'll be in the Central Florida area. If folks have a planned trip to Disney, maybe we'll meet up and see folks. So we'll be there. Fun. Yeah, we'll be there. And uh, tonight <laughs> is space. What is it? Just looking at the comments. <laughs> okay. No, Tomorrow, Google Docs doing this funky. Is it Google Docs format? Yeah. Yeah, because I've noticed it with the blog post. I have to now copy all of my usual the speed the you know the footer and the header stuff. Yep. Posted the in notes the app. Link doc. Yeah, the notes. If I copy I from the notes, it pastes in plain text perfectly. Mm -hmm. If I copy it off of Google Docs, it puts all that freaking HTML code in there. It's like, dude, yeah, that's weird. I want plain text, not that. Are you in Chrome? I am the in Chrome Safari. Thing? Maybe it's a Chrome oh. thing. It's probably a Chrome thing. Yeah, I would use Chrome. I would try using Chrome. I haven't used Safari in a minute. Well, we still use Chrome for the uh, for the ESP. Um, oh yeah, the web serial. Yeah, the web serial. That's funny. <laughs> I used it on I, when I installed WLED. Chrome picked it right up. That that's the only thing you can use, yeah. So for right. hardware stuff, that's what Chrome is there for. <laughs> right. Yeah, web serial. Cool. Well, tonight <laughs> we have more shows. Ask an engineer yes. at eight p.m. And before then is show and tell. It's going to be hosted by Melissa McBlanche. She will be hosting this week. Uh, mm -hmm. I think I'll come on with the the bird if everything goes as planned. Um, yeah, so come on by and hang out. We invite you to come on the show and tell. Uh, it's at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. We'll drop in a link in the Discord chat room a couple minutes before the show and tell time. And... Last week was hosted by uh, JP, John Park, and Aaron St. Blaine. So come on by and share your stuff. We love awesome. seeing folks from the community share their stuff. We'll have another coupon code as well on Ask an Engineer. And some more products and stuff. I am out of energy now. <laughs> All right, it's lunchtime. All yeah, that said, thanks. don't forget to make a great day. Bye, everybody. We'll see you in two weeks. Bye-bye. Yeah, bye.